Welcome everybody to the Sonoma Spiel. My name is Tim Zahner with the Sonoma Valley Visitors Bureau. It's a beautiful sunny day in Sonoma. I walked around the plaza today and went to the farmer's market like I always do on a Friday. Uh, and I had a great lunch and we're going to hear about that great lunch because I had, I had lunch with a very special guest. I know every week I say, oh, I have a very special guest. This time I actually mean it. This week, this is the week I have an incredibly special guest. Uh, I'm not sure about that. It's yet. incredibly special. Joe D'Alessandro with San Francisco Travel. How are you doing? Just fabulous. Great to be you're back here in Sonoma. You're from San Francisco Travel. Yep. And your current title there is intern. <laughs> yeah, intern. Right. Um, uh, President and CEO. Okay. Um, been there for 17 years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you're starting to learn how it works. I'm starting to. You're starting to get the I, game I down. Another 17 years and I'll get it down. <laughs> That'll be the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and how how long have you? lived in San Francisco was it have you always like did you move there for the job or you were there before that or? I moved there for the job okay. um, and so I've been there 17 years okay where'd you come before that so before that I was in Portland Oregon I ran the oh. Portland Oregon Visitor Association and okay. before that I was the state tourism director in Oregon but oh, wow. my roots are in Northern California my um, I grew up in Sacramento I okay. started my career there with the California Office of Tourism and um, my mother is a fifth generation Sacramentan so they oh, Wow, they deep. settled there in 1850s and okay. still have a large family there and had a time here in Sonoma, too. She's one of those people that says uh, Ammons, then, if she's like she probably did say generation. Ammons. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> that was the Ammon capital of the world. It was, and that's yeah. like the indicator. If you if you grow Ammons, yeah. you say Ammons. <laughs> if you eat them on the coast, you, you call almonds. them almonds. Right. <laughs> that's the way it is. Um, well, I'm glad you're here because one, we're going to talk San Francisco, we're going to talk Sonoma. And then, you know, at the end of this podcast, you help me answer questions about that we get from visitors like math questions no like this is beauty about tourism as a fellow oh, tourism official i can do easy that. questions yeah, yeah no that. no math if i don't know the answer i'll make one up hey, welcome to tourism yep, well that's done. what we do well done um and i had lunch with you today uh, we that's did. good we, we went had to a really valley. nice lunch that's a good spot it was very good spot sat right out there and uh the challenge right on the plaza right on the plaza and people walking by yep and people are like, Joe, you're so, Joe, I can't believe you're back in town. Joe, it's good to see you. You kept paying people to say hi to you, Tim. Every time, every time, you know, I saw you slip a 20 to whenever somebody said, hey, Tim, love Sonoma Spiel. Don't you love that it's also, because it is a plaza, they can come back around, just change a hat and yeah. do it again. It was the same person, actually. It was. They kept going around I know. the blog. I know. So anyway, thanks a lot for doing that, Bob. That was nice of you. And uh, I love to be recognized. <laughs> and you there. Um, tell me what's, what's going on in San Francisco. What's, what's, what's going on there? So, besides the zombie apocalypse, um, uh, actually, we're starting to go through this process of, of recovery. Um, you know, the pandemic hit San Francisco worse than any other city in the United States right. um, for an, a number of reasons. One, right. um, it we shut down hard and we shut down fast right. and shut down for a long time. Right. And that really did uh, change the way people worked in San Francisco. And we still haven't recovered. Um, right. The number of people working in offices in San Francisco is the smallest percentage of any major city in the country. Oh, really? People still work remotely um, or back in the offices on a very limited basis. Right. So um, it's a struggle that we're still, you know, trying to deal with and trying to address. But right. but the city is coming back. The um, yeah. You know, if you've been there recently, you'll see that the restaurant scene, especially in the neighborhoods, I live in North Beach and, and it's more oh, lively now than that's it was. That's a great place. Yeah. It's that's more lively place. now than it was before the pandemic. There's right. more restaurants that are have moved in and, and shops and stuff like that. Right. It's just downtown itself, the financial, the financial district, district that's yeah. still struggling because there's just not enough office workers in the buildings to right. support all the restaurants and everything. Well, and I, I want to say, like, you know, Mark Twain said the, uh, you know, the rumors of my death been greatly exaggerated when there's supposedly obituary was written about Mark Twain. And I, 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 
I used to work for San Francisco Travel. Yep. I left because the new boss was a jerk. Now you got fired. Was that what it was? Yeah. It was the worst three weeks of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, listeners, I worked for Joe. <laughs> he was the new guy. Uh, and I was already planning on leaving. But when you Yeah, got, yeah, but, whatever. Anyway. But like every 10 to 15 years, national media loves that narrative, mm-hmm. right? They love the narrative. That, like, oh, my gosh, San Francisco's done. And it comes out, I, th- I think, since I used to do the PR down there, was like people really love San Francisco. Some people really don't like San Francisco because there's kind of like that jealousy aspect mm-hmm. that here's this place where you can be whoever you want to be. You're not constrained by, you know, maybe what people told you you were or how to be who you want to be. And you can you can dream big. And you can reinvent yourself. And some people don't like that. Yep. Right. And, and I got that narrative all the time. Yep. Right. And so I think like people love to pile on. But like the reality is, you know, my son was just down in San Francisco. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he was also in school all day. But he says, Dad, the best Asian restaurants are in San Francisco. So he and his friends drive down there and they go to the avenues and they find great places yep. to eat, right? Yep. And I'm I, I like, of course, go. It's fantastic yep. down there. Have a good time. These are teenagers and, and they're having a great time down there. So San Francisco's you know. economy has always been this boom or bust cycle. And boom. You, know, exactly. you remember the dot-com implosion. They said San Francisco is over. <laughs> it's That's over. Never going to come back from that. Right. And it, we came back stronger than we ever you know, had been. And coming up to 2019, we had the strongest economy of any city in the country. Right. Um, and it was on fire. So a lot of right. people were very jealous of that. They didn't mm. like San Francisco, maybe. They didn't like San Francisco's politics, whatever. Right. And they were using San Francisco as a punching bag way back then, even right. when, when things were not like they are today. <laughs> right. And the whole thing about San Francisco values when Nancy Pelosi became the speaker. I that remember was the, that. Okay, did you see the SNL skit? There, there was a skit that came on SNL. It was the funniest thing because San Francisco values became... You know, like it's ter- everything's bad, mm-hmm. right? Everything's gonna be terrible and blah blah blah. And there was a, a fantastic skit about how she instituted no smoking in in the house, and the guy said, "Well, no, this is medical marijuana." She said, "Okay, that's fine." And <laughs> it was sort of like that wink of like, you know, making fun of yourself and, yeah. and that kind of. But but San Francisco values was like an insult for some yeah. people, yeah. right? And for locals, you know, that's that's our values, and our values right. are different, and our values are are unique, and, right. and they're intimidating or uh, or threatening to some people. Right. Right. So so it's, I think in the cycle, it, it's it's the news, yep. and then it'll move on to something else. And It'll, you know, I'm not worried long term. You know, right. it, you know, San Francisco on the flag of the city of San Francisco, there's a phoenix rising mm. from the mm-hmm. the ashes, and San Francisco's gone through this many many times. Whether it was uh, the earthquake in 1906, right. or you know, the we just celebrated five years ago the 50th anniversary of the Summer of Love, mm-hmm. and if you were in San Francisco during the Summer of Love, you would have thought it'd been the worst thing ever because right. you know, you know, hundred thousand young people from all over the country came. <laughs> And you know, took drugs and had sex on the right. streets, and and lived in Golden Gate Park, and right. you know, and everybody was complaining about it. And now right. we celebrate it as in this beautiful moment in our history. Right. Right. Um, so that's just San Francisco's culture and San Francisco's nature. And right. yeah, we do have some challenges right now, but I do believe we'll be able to address those. And right. and it, we still have geographically one of the most beautiful, diverse cities on earth. Right. And that doesn't go away. You right. know, a lot of other cities have issues, and they're still ugly right. when when their when their issues are done. <laughs> At the end of the day, you still wake up and insert insulting city name here. That's exactly right. And <laughs> right. Um, But that's not San Francisco. San Francisco, right. you know, driving up here to Sonoma today, right. crossing the bridge, it was incredibly beautiful. Yeah. And that's the key of what well, makes San Francisco. And, that, and people are asking, you know, why do I have the guy from San Francisco on the Sonoma Spiel? I mean, why have this little city of San Francisco on the mighty Sonoma Spiel, of course? But 
we are tied together. Absolutely. Right? We're part of the Bay Area, but people who come to Sonoma are often landing in San Francisco or across the Bay in Oakland, uh, but they're definitely going to San Francisco. Yep. And it's, it's a whole experience, right? The Northern California experience. The way we market San Francisco is that we market not only the city of San Francisco, but we market San Francisco as the gateway to the Northern California. Yeah. So we have partnerships with you here in Sonoma. Yeah. We have partnerships with Yosemite and, right. and Napa. And um, that's the other Even wine. Napa. That's the other wow. wine country so over that Quick, hill. edit that out. Quick. Uh, no. <laughs> Those um, are good friends. And Sacramento, they're, and they're just east of Monterey, Carmel. Because people come, you know, when we right. travel, we don't just go to one geographic it's, place. Okay, it's the funniest thing. Right? And afraid to cross You're, that I boundary. Mean, it's so funny. If Wherever you live, you become amazing, like, like provincial about it. And like, that's where I live. So North Beach. You're like, why would I go to the Richmond, right? That's way right. over it's there. Way over there. Way over there. Then the second you go to New York, you're like, oh, I'm going to Brooklyn. I'm going to you know right. Long Island for whatever reason. I'm going to Manhattan. You move around a lot. It's right? like you know if you're going to the Springs and you yeah. say I'm not going to go to Sonoma. <laughs> you know that's too far. <laughs> it's scary. And I'm like, hey Joe, just go right past the McDonald's and then take a left on Spain Street and you're right. in Sonoma. Right? No, you're exactly right. And that's so visitors like, don't see our political boundaries right, they and they don't know it, what, what it, when you cross a city or a county line right. and they don't care right. so why should we we should promote exactly. the whole region together whole because we know that Northern California together can be an incredible visitor right. destination right let me ask I mean you're so good at this job and I'm not just saying that because again the worst three weeks of my life being a PR manager <laughs> um, how did you end up getting into tourism promotion I ask this because a lot of people don't know this is an actual job, yeah. right? So, like, how did you end up? What'd you do wrong, Joe? What'd your yeah, parole officer exactly. say? Like, wait, how'd you do this? So, you know, it's an interesting thing. When I um, I was living uh, with in Italy with my family when I was eighteen years old, and came back and um, went to school there for a couple of years, and then came back and needed a job mm -hmm. and um, didn't know what to do. And <laughs> that was the day where you would look in the newspaper for right. one ads to find a job. And I noticed there was a job in a travel agency in Sacramento that focused on the Italian market and I could speak Italian. So I said, hey, I like to travel. I like people. Um, maybe I should do that. Okay. So I got a job there and um, worked there for five years. And then I went to the California Office of Tourism, which okay. is the state tourism promotional agency. And um, I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> But so I got into ideas. tourism and um, and I love it. It's just it's a great field because travel really opens people's minds and opens yeah. people's hearts. Yeah. And I love the fact that when people travel and experience other cultures, other cuisines, other other people, mm -hmm. they broaden their perspectives and they are become a little bit more tolerant and they right. become a little bit better human beings in, in, in the in the community of the world right. that we're living in. That's a great point. That's so funny. I just but I do love that you worked at a travel agency. Like we a did. legit the kind with paper tickets and the paper tickets. We had a early Binders to look up the fares for things, and that was like those are the old days. <laughs> Were you guys selling um, group tours to Italy, or was it like individual travel? Both. Okay. We did individual and group tours. Oh I remember you used to be able to buy a ticket on PSA from Sacramento to Burbank at the 10 p.m. flight for nineteen dollars. For real? For real? Cash? No ID? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, different times. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that you said PSA, yeah, uh, which I think Southwest eventually. I can't remember who ate. PSA. They have the smiley airplanes. Yeah, they did. I don't even know. I think it might have been West Coast. Pacific Southwest Airlines. Yeah. So maybe Southwest did buy them eventually. I can't remember. Someone maybe, I can't them. remember. Me neither. That's great. Did you? So you never worked uh, in a job that wasn't tourism? Did you have any high school no. jobs or anything like that? Or like, oh, I worked in my mom's ice cream parlor in Sacramento. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Your mom had an ice cream shop? She did. Right, right really? downtown Sacramento. Did yeah. she make the ice cream or she buy it? She made it? the ice cream. For real? My brother did, actually. I did not know that. Yeah. What, what was your favorite flavor? Um, God, that's a good question. Yeah. It probably changed. Yeah. You know, depending on what was going on there. And, and I stuff. used to have the key to that. And I remember bringing my friends from high school there once we're closed at night and 
feeding everybody ice cream and trying to clean up and make it look like nobody was there. Right. My mom would come in the next morning and said, Joseph. Joey. Who did you have in here last night? You ate the profits. Yes, son. exactly. <laughs> exactly. For real, we have a great ice cream shop here called Sweet Scoops. I bring it yep. up because they make like strawberries, Wattlaw strawberries, and chocolate. I, I go there and get an affogato every afternoon. I'll go after this. I love it. It's espresso yep. and ice cream. Yep. Um, I did not know that you grew up with an ice cream shop. Yep. Oh, okay. That's that's a pretty good deal. My family's been in the restaurant business since they immigrated to the United States from Italy. Really? My father's side. And then you finally caught on and said, this is a hard This is too life. hard. It's too hard. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to defend San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's easy. <laughs> Much easier than having the freezer go out at That's 2 right. in the morning or something like Holy that. Holy moly. I didn't know that. Yep. Okay. And so you uh, obviously then you're from Sacramento region. Yep. Okay. And then went to Oregon. Yep. And you wrote Portlandia. Uh, yeah, I was, I was and starred in it. Right, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, uh, there was, I think the actual mayor from Portland was in a couple of them. Yeah, if I remember. Sam Adams, a good friend of mine. Is his name really Sam Adams? His name is Sam Adams. Oh. And he got a cease and desist order when he ran for uh, mayor of Portland from Sam Adams Brewery, saying he can't use his name. So that's fantastic. That yeah. should have been a Portlandia thing. <laughs> yeah, it is a Portlandia thing. <laughs> it's a true story, too. Did he, like, give them their birth certificate? And yeah. He was like, so yeah. It, 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 he could have sued them. Like, hey, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> why'd you name your beer after me? Um, what was, when you were up in Oregon, what was it like up there? Was it, because it's, some people say Portland and Oregon is sort of like completely different than California. Some say Oregon has been ruined by Californians moving up there. Some people say Seattle, Portland, and, and San Francisco share kind of a common you know, feel for it. Was yeah, a big difference? I think that's true. I think, um, and Vancouver, Wash, uh, Vancouver, mm. uh, BC. Right. I think all four of those cities have a very similar ethos. Yeah. They're naturally stunning, mm. beautifully beautiful. Um, they have similar characters. Mm. Um, they have a similar DNA. Um, so when I went from California up to Portland, it wasn't that big of a change. And this was in, let's see, 1991 when I moved up there. Okay. Um, I remember I was hired by the governor because I was an appointee of the former governor. Oh, really? And she told me, um, she says, okay, I'm I want to hire you for the job. Uh, two things I ask you. One, never say Oregon, which nobody on the West Coast says Oregon. That's something from the East Coast. And she said, and do you, remind, do you mind removing the California license plates from your car? Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There was, and that, that speaking of you know the, the up and down of San Francisco, there's also the up and down of Californians abroad in Oregon or Oregon, uh, <laughs> Washington, and now like Idaho and Texas. Yeah, and like again, I, I've you know I've lived here long enough to see like every 15 years, they're like, "You're from California?" You're like, well, one of eight of us are. Right? Yeah. we're a big state, so uh, that's funny. And the real real reason people resented Californians up in the Northwest is that we could sell our houses. Yeah here and then buy a twice as big house and still right. take money and put it in the bank and right. they were struggling to get a house in the first place. Right. So they were, like, saying, they were just jealous. Well, good news is they caught up in housing prices. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Bad news is they caught up in housing prices. <laughs> so that's what's there. Um, is What's going on? Is San Francisco going to have anything major happening in the next couple of years that people can get like excited about or moderately happy about? Yeah, there's a, a there's a number of big things happening okay. in San Francisco. And um, in fact, uh, we are going to be hosting the World Cup um, at Levi Stadium Fantastic. In, in 2026. Okay. Uh, the largest sporting event on earth. Um, and that's wow. really exciting. We're having a lot of plans okay. to do that right now. And there's a really good likelihood that, in fact, some of the media is out already on it, that we'll be also hosting the Super Bowl in 2026. Fantastic. The NFL owners will make their decision uh, in the next couple 
couple of days okay. and at their ownership meeting. And we're thinking it's pretty likely that we're going to get happen. that. So um, just think two years. In one year, in 2026, we'll be hosting two of the largest sporting events on Earth in San Francisco. In the same area. In the same area. And, uh, and isn't it by law the 49ers have to be in the Super Bowl if it's in in San Francisco? Isn't that the new rule? I'm going to try to get that rule <laughs> passed. Um, we would love to see that happen. Thank you. We were hoping that was going to happen. One we thing did in Super the writer, I'm sneaking in. <laughs> yeah, so we, we did Super Bowl 50, yep. um, which we worked. Um, Sonoma County had a huge wine activation that was called Super Bowl Village. And what they did is they took parts of Market Street and the Ferry Building. They made this awesome yep. activation. And if you were just into like sports or food or wine or San Francisco, it was so much fun. Yep. And normally they do it like in the parking lot of the stadium. And what I love is that they, they did it in San Francisco. And yep. you guys did such a great job. We'll be doing something similar to it this year. Um, maybe not at the same site, but we are right. going to be doing a lot of the activation in San Francisco okay. itself. In fact, this is a whole Bay Area thing. There'll be things right. in the South Bay. There'll be things in the North Bay. There'll be okay. things in the East Bay. Okay. And that was very intentional on our part. We don't want this to be just a one city kind of thing. We want right. to celebrate the region. Okay. And we did that in Super Bowl 50. Um, yeah. And we're yeah. going to be doing it in Super Bowl 60 when it okay. comes back in 26. Okay. I know your phone is blowing up. I know that because all the reporters are calling you saying, Joe, we want comment. We want comment. So you heard it here on the Sonoma Spiel <laughs> <laughs> that it might happen with Super Bowl 60, 10 years after Super Bowl 50 happened. Right. Uh, and you mentioned, you said the, the World Cup. I remember San Francisco also did the America's Cup, which is yep. a sailing event. Um, it seems that San Francisco is one of those cities people want to come to for spectacle and for amazing things. Is is that because you're such a charming person? That's, that's largely what it is. But also, um, San Francisco right. is one of the most most um, aspirational destinations in the world. Yeah. And we have the largest share of international visitor spend of any city in the United States. Oh, really? Okay. So in 2019, although international visitors made up just about a quarter of our total visitation, mm -hmm. they spent 64% of all spending in San really? Francisco. So that market is really huge for us. And okay. the reason our recovery is lagging some other cities is that um, Asia, and spe specifically China, is slow to recover. And right. China was our number one market right. before the pandemic. Europe is gangbusters. There's almost 200% more seats from SFO into Europe this okay. summer than there was in 2019. Oh, okay. But Asia is still slower Slagging to recover, behind, and yeah. specifically China. Yeah, well, I've, we, we're looking I, for I, that I'm just looking on the plaza. The Europeans are here. Yep, They're Europeans great. are coming. Um, not as many uh, Chinese. Um, but, you know, we're seeing like people from India coming, actually, yep. and that, which is great. Um, we think India is going to be one of our top markets oh, yeah? in just in a very short time. We've got okay. three cities that serve nonstop service to SFO from flight. India. It's a long flight, yeah. <laughs> But um, but it's it's great and it's a, okay. it's a big market for us. Okay. The Bay Area has the largest Indian American population right. in the United States. Yeah. So um, and the whole tech industry draws a lot of and people. And brings a lot of people here in the, in the South Bay, East Bay. A lot of people from India living there now. So yep. VFR as we call it, visiting friends and relatives, yep. and, they, and they come up here. Um, that's amazing. Are are there any? Are there any restaurants in San Francisco? No, like, what's, I mean, something's new all the time. There's a couple. <laughs> so people who don't, I mean, some people don't know. San Francisco's a small, compact city, seven miles by seven miles on a peninsula. It's hemmed in there uh, at the South City and San Bruno area. But within that, a lot of dynamism and, and neighborhoods and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, what's, what's going on that's new? It's interesting over there. So just on the restaurant side, um, we have as many three-star Michelin restaurants as New York City does. Oh, look um, at you. Um, so look at think, you. just think about yeah, that. take that, we're, New York. We're tiny. Fred. We're a tiny little city compared to right. New York, to have the same number of three-star Michelin restaurants. Right. The Bay Area has 60% of all Michelin stars of Calif in California. Oh, really? And we only have about 22% of the population, but 60% of all the Michelin stars So in the Bay let me Area. ask, that's an interesting tidbit. Is that because 
like San Francisco is so awesome or LA is so terrible? No, I think it's the whole Bay Area is so awesome. You dodged that one. I know, I did. I, I, I totally dodged that. Um, the whole Bay Area, we, we grow and produce our food and our right. wine and everything right. And, right. and our fish and right. our meats and our produce all comes from a very right close here. You can area. literally, like you, like you said, you drove up here, you passed the vineyards. Yep. Um, there's, I know there's duck that you pass, there's sheep, you know, farms or ranches. Or there's, so you're right. We do have the advantage of having the food right here. And look at Sonoma County. I mean, yeah. you know, it produces, yeah. you know, cheese and, and eggs yeah. and meat and wine and yeah. fruit and all this kind of stuff, produce. At the farmer's market today, uh, one of the uh, farms there, Oak Hill Farms, uh, Jimmy is a farmer. He grows these huge pumpkins. He goes, Tim, do you want a cow? I'm like, uh, well, I rode my bike here, first of all. No. And he goes, no, no, you can buy a, a fraction of a cow, and we're raising them for you underneath the, the oak trees in this grove. And he says, and you get you know a quarter of a cow at the end of the day, well, end of the season. And Does I'm the like, cow know that? <laughs> Great life, one bad day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, I just love that you have that access to you know, it's not just vegetables, right. which you could probably get anywhere. Right. And it's year round. It's year round. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, there are great restaurants in San Francisco that, you know, will get, they'll come up and pick the produce from the farms directly. Totally. They know totally. the farmers. Scomas and Fisherman's Wharf, they actually yeah. have a boat that goes out and get catch. I know. Is that funny? Fish. You're like, where does Trippino come from? Like, it's the boat right the there. The boat right there. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty amazing. Okay. Uh, San Francisco food. Chipino mm-hmm. supposedly is from San Francisco, yep. and that's a uh, seafood stew, usually with kind of a red base and some wine, a little bit of hot pepper flakes sometimes. It is that it's actually there's an Italian fish stew like that in, mm-hmm. in various parts of Italy, um, and it's called in the part of Italy where my family's from, Luca, the province of Luca. Mm-hmm. It's called cacciuco, mm-hmm. and um, and Chipino is the San Francisco style of that. When the okay. o- original Italian immigrants came here and the fishermen, mm-hmm. they kind of used the local ingredients that right. were different than the ingredients in the Mediterranean. And made what we call today chipino. And they adapted it. Yeah, it's a Italian theme thing based on local ingredients in, in the Bay Area. And that that like syncretic thing, like we're going to change something that we have and, and use it local thing. That's the story of San Francisco. The uh, people go to Chipotle, they know the burrito there. It was actually a style of the Mission Burrito. Yep. In San Francisco, a lot of uh, Mexicans moved up there. Uh, Mexican Americans opened restaurants, and the huge, massive burrito. You kind of go down the line. It's a steamed tortilla. It's a huge. Tortilla. Massive, yeah. Massive and rolled yeah. up. And yeah. it's like, you know, when you're young. 5,000 calories per burrito, but they're great. <laughs> well, when you're young, you can eat it at once. Uh, and then, like, when you're older, you're like, I'm going to save this in thirds. <laughs> yeah, it's right? like a week's food. Exactly. You're like, going to die. But that's, I mean, people got all excited about Chipotle. And the first time I saw it, I'm like, this is just a mission burrito. Right. It's no different. Right. Like, oh, okay. I get it. But, you know, there's a lot of things that came from the Bay Area that you don't even think about. The popsicle was originated in the Bay oh, Area. Really? The martini was originated oh, in the right. Bay Area. Oh, right. Okay. The Mai Tai was uh, oh, yeah. Trader Vicks. If uh, you, see? people, some of your listeners oh, may remember that. Yeah. Um, and then the It's It, which I don't know how far outside of California that goes, but uh, my dad loves It's It's. And when he would look after the kids, that was always in the freezer. Those are fantastic. fantastic. In fact, you can go in the South City and go to the It's It store and get a whole bunch of different flavors you can't find. In. <laughs> oh, really? Yep. You can't find in grocery stores. It's like the in and out secret menu. It's, it's the secret. exactly it's what it it's. is. I did not know that. Yep. Yep. Over there in South City by yep. the Costco by the airport and something. Yep. Like that, yep. Oh, okay. exactly. So I recommend people to do that. Uh, okay. On the, when they're coming in from the airport, go in there and there's <laughs> flavors that you can't get anywhere else. Really? It's pretty cool. Well, that's kind of neat. Uh, and then someone told me Green Goddess Dressing was also yep. uh, from San Francisco. So yep. it's just funny, as a culinary eating city, um, a lot of mishmash. Speaking of uh, the, the fortune cookie, Invented by a Japanese guy in San Francisco. In San Francisco, yeah. I think for the World's Fair or something. It was at the. It was in Golden Gate Park. Oh, okay, actually. <laughs> and and you know what the funny thing is? What makes San Francisco's culinary scene so unique is the 
people from all over the world that settled there. You know, right, so right. we have this incredible Italian culinary tradition. We have this incredible Chinese culinary yep. tradition. We have an incredible Filipino yep. culinary tradition. So just from a lot of different parts of the world, they brought their mm. traditions with them, and we all get to benefit by enjoying that food from around the world. It's not a bad life. No, it's, it's great. not bad. Yeah. All right. I know. I know you've got to go on to CNN here soon, or. Fox or yeah. or Anderson Cooper is texting you. Yeah, he's but he's uh, really he's always stuff. doing that, yeah. and you're like, Drives me crazy. I blocked you, Anderson. <laughs> well, here's what I got. We you're gonna help us do something. I know you're new to tourism, yep. and I know you guys do have a visitor information center. Is it still at Holiday Plaza in in San Francisco or wherever yep. it is? Okay, yep. so the cable car turnaround uh, professional staff uh, in San Francisco can answer your questions. They actually model everything they do off the Sonoma Plaza visitor center and our South Visitor Center. That's well, exactly That's what we I do. do. Like if you want to get trained go to Sonoma but we run two visitor centers Joe one here at the plaza one at Vianza Winery people come up and ask us questions all the time yep. and um, you know we have a professional staff uh, and they answer these questions so are you ready for we get, get, get questions. questions I am ready <laughs> Do, is there a prize at the end yeah okay great you get to unblock Anderson Cooper <laughs> fantastic <laughs> here we go I can hardly wait here's, here's a question we got just this morning okay and I'm going to try to possibly read it just like they said it, but maybe I don't want to make fun of Canadians. We are a group of six people from Alberta, Canada. Eh? We would like to go wine tasting, but don't have an appointment. Where can we do that? Hmm. Yeah, that's hard. Very good question, because yeah. a lot of people coming up here looking for wine tasting. Yeah. And so if they're at the visitor center, was this yeah. at the visitor center on the plaza? There's another one on the plaza, yeah. So there's many places you can go wine tasting right around the plaza without an appointment. It was like you were in there as I was answering. Yes. It's, that's a great, you know, I said to them, the e- if you don't have an appointment, the easiest thing to do is around the plaza because those are tasting rooms. Yep. And they're used to it. And oftentimes you can buy a bottle or buy a glass right. and do it. Six people gets a little hard. Six people is a lot of people. But you could buy you could buy a bottle of wine and just drink it in the park, yep. uh, which is not a problem. Just yep. behave yourself. I know you do that a lot. Every day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> For breakfast. Every day. That's why they call me Mad Dog Tim. Um, but you know, the, you it's that. one of the unique experiences of, of being in Sonoma itself that right. there's all these wine tasting opportunities in a two-minute walk right. of each other. So exactly. it's very easy, and you can also get lunch. You can get lunch. And, and I hear there's amazing people on the sidewalk talking about how great you are. Yes. Um, so the other people, I sent them way up into St. Francis Winery, though. I said, here's the deal. It's still kind of early in the day. Um, drive to St. Francis, which is just north of, well, it's about 25 minutes north of, of the city of Sonoma. Um, and I said, call them on the way if you can. If not, you can walk around the vineyard and see stuff like that. Most of the small wineries up there can also take you in earlier in the day because people yep. haven't gotten up there yet. Yep. Right. And also, you know, a lot of wineries you can book online too. Correct. You know, just, so just get your right there. phone and, and book it before you go. Exactly. Um, it's always a wise idea. Yeah. It's, I mean, and again, what the wineries say is it also helps them prepare for you. Yep. Because if it's too crazy, they're not giving you the time and attention you need. And you might have good questions, you know. And you want to have a positive experience. Yeah. So that's the way it is. Uh, the, the follow-up question was, are any of these places pretty? I said, no, they are dystopian <laughs> hellholes. <laughs> so, you know, the, the yeah. thing is that about that question, it's, it's really funny because obviously we have so many beautiful wineries up, up here. Mm-hmm. But the... The places on the plaza, too, are exceptional. I mean, there's so yeah. many of these uh, tasting rooms in the plaza that are really great experiences. They're in historic buildings. Yep. You're looking out on the plaza itself. Um, and, yeah, they are really yeah. pretty and, so, and, and really ex- great experience. It was kind of funny. I even said even the places that are industrial, you know, there are the garages, we call them, people who make these in industrial places. They have nice patios or, or they have their own 
version of pretty. Mm-hmm. But I mean, just go outside of town if you want to see vineyards. You do not have to drive very far to see a vineyard. Right. And their worry was they wouldn't see a vineyard. Yeah. I said, you point you the car ten minutes. You can't see a vineyard <laughs> when you're coming in and out of town. If, if you're if you're doing if you don't see one, your eyes are closed. And yes, you shouldn't be driving. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, okay, here's another question I got this week. I got this question literally texted to me on Tuesday. Are you ready for this? Or no, Thursday. We are camping up at Sugarloaf in a rented RV van, and we'd like to find a good place nearby for dinner. Can you help? So Sugarloaf's up by Kenwood. Why did they, and did it matter if it was rented or not, the RV van? Uh, Because this is my mom, Uh and uh, (laughs) she wanted me to know she's rented an RV van and is nearby. (laughs) And uh, she wants to find a good place. And they haven't bought one because it's been the big discussion. So I I like that you clued into that. And now my mom's going to hear this question. (laughs) (laughs) So there are a number of good... Restaurant opportunities yeah. up in Kenwood itself. Yeah, yeah there are. In, um, which is, you know. Like Salt and Stone is a great one. Salt and Stone is a great one, yeah. Um, I, tips roadside for a little more informal. Uh, Palooza, which is kind of a different, uh, you know, it's like an American style, great patio and stuff. I sent them to Glen Ellen to the mill, and uh, the mill, the Yeti, which is the Indian restaurant yep. in, in Glen Ellen at the Jack London. And Glen Ellen is such a little charming town, too. And, yeah. and um, you know, the Glen Ellen Star. And, oh, great spot. I, I say Glen Ellen Star. And Fig Cafe. Right. Fantastic places. Yep. Yep. So those are like your classic wine country, fabulous, amazing places. Yep. Um, and then even, uh, I mentioned before, Les Pascal's, the French bakery up there. So it's not really dinner, but they have a really good French bakery. It's Pascal and Pascal. Pascal married to Pascal. One with the E. You can't hear it in my French pronunciation, but one's the female version, one's the male. Pascal and Pascal. Yeah. I never took French, yeah. but yeah. So uh, clearly, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> so there are a lot of places, but Sugarloaf itself is up in the mountains, looking down back on the valley, in a great place, and they have a waterfall. And you can go there with rented RV vans, or even with ones that you might even own. You buy, but you don't have to buy one. For example, you can rent one. Yeah. And you don't have all the hassle, right? If you're considering yep. and maybe having this conversation with your son. Yep. For example. For example. (laughs) It sounds like you've had experience doing this. (laughs) Okay. While we really enjoy Sonoma, we hear that there is a nearby place called San Francisco that might have some interesting things as well. Got any recommendations for must-sees in San Fran? Not really. I I, I don't know San Francisco very well. (laughs) You know, if you have not been to San Francisco recently, um, I think one of the greatest new things that we have in the Presidio, which is the closest place in San Francisco for people from Sonoma County, is the whole tunnel tops and the the new areas above the... um, Oh, there's tunnels that go through. Exactly. Yeah. And this is a multi-million dollar expansion of a national park. Okay. And they are just beautiful. There are playgrounds. There's walkways. There's historic... historic batteries that have been preserved oh, okay. that were part of the um, World War One sites. Right. And and it's in a national park. It's really beautiful. You've got oh. the Walt Disney Family Museum there. Right. You've got restaurants in the Presidio. Mm. And a lot of people come to San Francisco and they do things that are very familiar to themselves, right. but they don't maybe venture out to the Presidio. And I okay. think the Presidio is one of the real hidden jewels of San Francisco. It's incredibly stunning. You have beautiful views of the Golden Gate Bridge that, right. that are unlike any others. Right. You can walk down to Chrissy Field, down to mm. the, the base of it. There's there's walkways to go down there. It's easy. It's not as crowded as other parts of town. And it's really a stunning area. So I think right. if you haven't done that before, it's something that I would really recommend. I, I do it myself on a, on a great weekend. I go walk around there and hmm. you just put a smile on your face. It's so incredibly beautiful. It is gorgeous. And it is, as you said, that we have parks in San Francisco. Dolores Park is well known. 
uh, you know, Golden, Golden Gate, Gate Park, Park are all well known. But but the Presidio was a former uh, military base right. that reverted back to civilian control, and they were like, well, "What are we going to do with it?" Right, and it's part of the national park system. Is it? Okay. So if anybody wants to go to a national park, they don't have to travel any further than than San Francisco. <laughs> don't go to Yosemite. <laughs> yeah, go to the <laughs> hop Presidio. on the thirty Stockton and take a left. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, do you, do. You require people to call the city San Fran. Is that still a thing, or how does that work? So down? we actually, if they do that, we put a barrier on the Golden Gate Bridge, and they can't get into the city. So my we much prefer Frisco. Frisco. <laughs> we, we love people to say Frisco. So that, there's a, there's a famous book by uh, Herb Cain, who was a columnist in the newspaper. Don't call it Frisco or San Fran. Yeah. What what do people actually call that place down there? Well, we like to call it San Francisco. Okay. It's actually the name. That's of, the name of the city. Yeah. I got it's you. like okay. Sonoma. Right. It's it's a, it's a clever it's name. name. Right. Um, but you know, if anything else, people will say SF. SF. And, and you don't offend locals if you say SF. They're good with that. Yeah. And then locals will often call it the city. The which city. I'm sure other places near cities, London, they do that. I don't know if they say in Chicago. Or they New do York, it in New York. Do they in New York? Going yeah. to the city. Yeah. Okay. But so. you know, the good thing is, we say you know in San Francisco, the city, and Oakland, they call it the town. Right. And there's a fun little bit of rivalry with that. Back and forth there. Yeah. Well, if you notice, I haven't had uh, Peter from Visit Oakland on. So, well, that's because like. he's just from the town. <laughs> <laughs> Although I used to live in Oakland. <laughs> it's a nice place. It is. Um, Joe, if people want more information about San Francisco for visitation purposes, uh, is there a website they can go to? You know, funny, we do have a website. Oh, good. And okay. it's just sanfrancisco.travel. For real. Or you can go sftravel.com. Either okay. either one gets it. Whatever's you're going to remember easier. <laughs> sftravel.com or right. sanfrancisco.travel. And uh, you can get a lot of information about San Francisco. Okay. You can find upcoming events. You can mm-hmm. get restaurant recommendation, ideas of walking tours, neighborhoods right. to go into, what's happening at any museum. If I have a it. massive conference I want to bring up midweek in February. Yep, you could come there and, and we'll be happy to host it. And then we'll send some of the uh, smaller groups up here. That's exactly what we want. So, Joe, I know you've got to uh, get on the, the national call here in a second. So I really appreciate you stopping by. And uh, Always happy to. I mean, love to be back in Sonoma. Lived here for more than a decade and yeah. have spe- very special feelings for this town. And then if you do move closer, um, we'll have you come in and help me with AV again. Yeah, I can volunteer at the Visitor Information Center. <laughs> Don't even joke. I'm going to get you there because two of the volunteers, you met them. <laughs> You're great. And I want to remind everybody else, if you like this podcast, subscribe. Tell everyone you love it. Please go visit San Francisco. It's a great city. Uh, I'm not saying that because I'm paid to say that because I'm not anymore. I used to work there, but now it's just a place that I love. So, so please come visit and otherwise see you at cinemavalley.com. Everybody have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.